Now we're going to move on from justifying grace to sanctifying grace, and we could call it uh, the progress of sanctification. We saw earlier, 2 Peter 3.18, where to grow in grace. So it's more than just being born again or birthed, if you if you liken it to a child that's, you know, born and then then the baby stages, toddler stages, the, you know, the elementary years, the high school years, the young adult, the, uh, you know, the mature adult, all the way uh, to eternity. We grow just like a, a baby grows and it's by grace. And so grace is simply the empowering of God, similar to like our last uh, section was the Holy Spirit. I think a lot of synonymous um, uh, terminology, it's holding fast to the head, simply the the uh, John 15 analogy, we're the branch, he's the vine. We can't bear fruit without the vine, life throwing, flowing through the vine. And uh, we saw both sanctifying, justifying, grace in acts uh 2032 it's the word of his grace that's able to build us up that's grow us as well as give us an everlasting inheritance that's justifying that's born again so we're going to jump into now uh hebrews 13 9 so in our next uh in the next moment here let's uh grab our bibles grab hebrews chapter 13 verse 9 So in this passage here, we're going to focus on Hebrews chapter 13, verse 9. So uh, go ahead and turn there. And um, before we get there, I wanted to just read quickly Acts 20, 32, that the word of his grace is able to build you up as well as give give us that everlasting inheritance. And, and so we saw in that verse both uh, the born-again experience— uh, uh, the justifying grace and the sanctifying grace in one verse. Now, Hebrews 13, 9, though, moving on, we're going to spend a little bit of time here, is pre- predominantly uh, dealing with um, sanctifying grace. And so let's take a look at that. And uh, we'll we'll talk about a couple different things concerning strange doctrine and then having our hearts established by grace. But read with me, Hebrews 13, 9. It says, Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace. And the heart is the heart of the matter. It needs to be established by grace. Let's let's cover this uh, in context a bit. Do not be carried away with various and strange doctrines. That's destructive to get carried away with various and strange doctrines. Uh, as Ephesians 4 would say, blown about with every wind of doctrine. Uh, very common today, you know, as a as a church pastor, I do see and talk to people that get doctrine from every corner of the earth and mostly religious television. And it, a lot of it's strange doctrine. In other words, it's foreign to the word of God. Such a variety of teaching. Doctrine means teaching. T- such a variety of teachings out there and they're so strange and they blow through the church um years ago you know it was that toronto blessing counterfeit revival the so-called holy laughter the the barking like dogs screeching like cats type uh quacking like ducks kind of a weirdness very strange teaching you know and there's those 
those really odd teachings where, you know, even today, the, the gold dust falling from the ceiling and, and things that are declared as a work of the Holy Spirit, but yet it is strange doctrine in that it is foreign. You don't find it in the Word of God. And, you know, these are the things uh, that uh, are strange, and we need to be careful of it. It says, do not be carried away with it. It's a, it's a exhortation. And uh, just biblically foreign to the Word of God. You know, you have to look at, did Jesus teach and practice the teaching, the doctrine, this event that you're watching or witnessing or this teaching you're hearing? Did he teach it and practice it? Did the, did the apostles or uh, the epistles in the word of God in the New Testament? And did it was it exemplified at the book of Acts? Uh, if you don't see it across that, so you, you got to say, well, this is that, what I've seen. If it's alien to the scripture, we call it a strange doctrine, or the author of Hebrews calls it a strange doctrine. And, you know, and and I want to be careful too because I I, I separate the the leadership from the you know the garden variety Christian, you know that is just a man or a woman, a young person just trying to draw close to God. They get involved with or connected with a group that's awkward and odd and has strange doctrine, that person, you know, could be simply naivete, just new and not understanding. I know early on in my Christian walk, I thank God I was guarded. You know, I came across some strange stuff and boy, I could have bought into several different things as I look back and God guarded me and protected me. And, you know, I did read some things that were not uh, truly biblically, doctrinally sound, and God rescued me from that. And so not everybody involved in these things is is a scam artist or a hypocrite or things like that. It's just um, a lot of people don't know what they should be looking for or even how they should measure what they're looking at. And so they can get caught up in that. But they have a heart of gold toward God, and God is gracious, merciful, patient to to rescue them out of that like he did with me. And even I was touched in meetings uh, that might not have been sound doctrine. Like I said before, I, I was in the Army, United States Army, in 1992 at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and I with a, a buddy of mine brought me to a real strong charismatic church meeting. And, you know, these people really love the Lord. And all of a sudden it went into a cacophony of noise and, and everybody was speaking a foreign language. And I thought they knew Hebrew or something or Greek. And I had no idea they were just speaking uh, in, in their prayer language or in tongues or whatever it was. And I thought, okay, these guys love the Lord, and I'm just a baby. I don't know what's going on. And, um, you know, I, I praise God that I didn't uh, gravitate toward that. And God led me on to things that are not uh, strange doctrine. And so now I'm in a, a, a place of theological understanding and I'm less likely to get carried about by various and strange doctrines. But all kinds of these things have hit the church world and they're happening today. And they've been happening since 
um, the church began. And so speaking of the Calvary chapels, we've tried to guard that uh, the best we can. And so uh, it's just important not to get caught up in things like that. And here's why it says in Hebrews 13, 9, 4, it is good for the heart to be established by grace. It kind of, here's what we're studying. We're talking about grace and um and so we want to be established or rooted or grounded in the word of god and so uh when people are first born again and, and okay so here's a strange doctrine <laughs> for somebody to be born again by the grace of god we're to continue in that the bible is really clear uh to continue in order to grow and be like christ and see the commands and the guidelines in scripture uh, it's strange to tell people to go do their best to live up to those commands, those instructions, those verses, those guidelines in the scripture. You do your best, become like Christ. And we say there's nothing you could do to be saved, grace for salvation. But then all of a sudden we we flip a switch and we say law for sanctification. I say that's a strange doctrine. And I think that's what the whole book of Galatians is related to. And... I think it's just biblically not there in the word of God. And a lot of people teach it. You can't make yourself like Christ any more than you could save yourself. So I would say to my listeners, don't get caught up in that kind of strange doctrine. And, you know, very orthodox, evangelical, solid churches can teach a form of strange doctrine like this, an angle that way. And I think I think it's simply they don't know any better. That's the way they were discipled. And the church kind of gets caught up in this strange doctrine. I'd say that God saved you. Now, what are you going to do for God? Get out there and make it happen. I hear that message so often and, and I get it. And it's very attractive, actually, to my flesh personally, that I just tell me what to do and I'll do it because I really have a heart to do the right thing. And so I'm intreatable, I'm teachable, I'm correctable. And if somebody would come and say, Jeff, this is something I see. And how about if you angle it that way? I want to live for him. But then I need the resource. I need the very life of Christ. I need the grace of God to grow into that which I know God wants me to. And so that's the subject we're on now. Let's grow in grace. Do not be caught or carried up, carried about, caught up in strange doctrine because it's good. The good thing is that the heart established by grace. Hebrews 13, 9. We'll, we'll spend a little bit, a few more minutes here. Uh, sanctifying grace. Um, and then Hebrews, the author goes on to talk about foods and uh, religious ceremonies. And it's good that the heart is established by grace. Uh, I think, why have I had, um, why do I run across people with such an inconsistent walk as a, as a pastor, you know, hot and cold on and off, ready to go. And then lukewarm It's like, you know, where's a faithful, uh, man that I could disciple. I, I really desperately desire to, to raise up, uh, uh, leaders and, and elders and deacons and any anybody that wants to grow, uh, that wants to be discipled. And yet 
hot and cold on and off, ready to go, raring to go. And then all of a sudden lukewarm. And if you look at their experience, it would be a, a, a crazy chart up and down uh, kind of a Christian life. And, you know, all of us have our ups and downs, obviously that's biblical and that's normal. And that's, you know, trials and peaceful. And sometimes we're going through battles, good and bad. That is totally to be expected. But there are some ups and downward paths that we go through uh, with God uh, that uh, some people just bounce all over the place, like on fire, like a bonfire. And then the next day, just super cold, religious fake. And he's like, what's going on right now? And I think uh, there's a trajectory that's an upward path, and it might be a little bit bouncy, rocky, of course. Um, But here's the thing. You know, I've noticed that a heart has not been established. Proverbs teaches that from the heart flows the issues of life. And Jesus said, guard your heart diligently, for out of the heart the mouth speaks. And what's seen external externally visibly in in all of our lives uh, starts out in the inner person in the heart of the matter so i answered that phone call and i'm back and you know we we're talking about that we're to guard our heart diligently what jesus said for out of it out of the heart the mouth speaks and visibly outwardly it starts out in the heart and so what we see is starts in the heart. And if we're going to have a stable, solid, established walk, life in Christ, we need to be established, first of all, in the heart, our inner life, our inner man with God, a a, a work of God in our heart that uh, stabilizes our walk. I mean, that's what he wants to do. He wants to stabilize our heart and making us increasingly rock solid. I'm reminded of building our house on the rock rather than the sand so that we're rooted, we're grounded, we're deep, uh, deeply uh, connected with God and that there's a uh, convicted, convinced, intimately related uh, relational walk with the Lord. And I think uh, I think that's important. So Hebrews 13, 9, don't be carried about or caught up in strange doctrine. It's good that the heart is established by grace. And so we stay away from those strange doctrines because it's good that the heart is established by grace. And what then, in you know, what stabilizes the inner life? What grounds us in the grace of God? Let's look at it this way. Doctrine, the teaching of God's grace and God's grace at work upon us, in us, through us gives us more maturity, completeness, consistency. It makes us whole and, like I said, mature. And it begins to work in us a sanctification. And it's through the grace of God. So this verse is not really a a verse on justification. You know, a lot of times we sing amazing grace and we think about how amazing the grace is that saved a sinner, a wretch such as I. And in this verse... Being established by grace isn't justifying grace or new grace for a new birth. We're all we're, the heart in justification. We're not like established when we're born again. We're just birthed. We're born again. 
we receive a new heart at justification, at, at new birth. Uh, the old heart was hard and dead and stony, Ezekiel 36, 26. But we're getting a, a new heart, a soft, supple, responsive heart, regeneration. And once we get that new regenerated heart, it needs to get established or grounded or made more stable on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And this happens by grace, by God's sanctifying grace. And so, you know, we know the Bible teaches that from the heart flow all the issues of life, every matter, everything we end up saying or doing externally starts in the heart. You know, and even this is convicting to think about it and say, wow, some of the things that I've done and said and the even the attitudes I've had uh, start, begin with my inner life, not fully matured. And, you know, I don't believe in, uh, you know, that doctrine of uh, perfection that, um you know, that we're perfectly sanctified this side of heaven. And so I'm growing and you're growing too. And uh, this unseen place in my life where God alone goes to dwell in and change me from the inside. Uh, we're not, you know, we're not conformed externally like B.F. Skinner's behavior modification model. It's an inner work. It's a development of the the heart work and a stabilized heart comes from the work of the grace of God upon us and in us and out through us. And just to conclude this section, uh, Proverbs 4.23, speaking of the heart, we're to keep our heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. And so to, to, to pause right here and we'll step into Second uh, Timothy chapter 2 and following. We'll look at a few verses there in our next study. But what is it that establishes the heart? What is it that, est- that stabilizes this inner life uh, so that it, it comes out? in a walk uh, that's steady and maturing, it's the grace of God. The point we're trying to to build here is that grace is not just forgiveness. The word grace is not synonymous with forgiveness. That's what I uh, thought. That's what is often taught. That's often what's sung. And we want to look at the scriptures through this study and the ones following that grace is for growing, not just forgiveness only. Grace is for sanctification, completely different uh, aspect of, of uh, justification. And so not just being him being willing to forgive us on the basis of the work of Christ, also his power, his resource that we can draw on to transform us, remake us, change us, develop us into that new life. So that's where we're going to go this point forward. We're going to talk about grace for everyday living the Christian life. And our next uh, verse and passage of verses is going to be based on 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. You therefore, my, str- my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. See you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you.